Hello and welcome to Process. My name is Justin DeRose, owner of the Productivity Guild, and today is time for check-in number two. So we've had one of these check-in episodes already, and the thing that we're doing in these is going over my goals, experiments, and some wins and improvements so that you can kind of get a feel for the things that I'm dealing with in my productivity system and on my productivity journey, and maybe you can learn something from it today. But first, let's do some quick hits. Two short little things today. I guested on the Tools They Use podcast with Francesco D'Alessio. This was a great conversation that we had regarding OmniFocus and Notion and other tools such as Evernote and the things that I use in my workflow day to day. And I just, I really enjoyed sitting down with Francesco. He's a really good guy. If you get a chance, go take a listen to this episode. It's only about 30 minutes long and it's a good little insight into some different areas of my workflow that I haven't had a chance to touch on here yet. Additionally, Francesco invited me to share on his YouTube channel, Keep Productive, about my OmniFocus setup. So I've got about a 25-minute screencast over there detailing the latest of my OmniFocus setup that we'll talk about today. Now on to goals. Okay, so at the beginning of the year, I had set two goals to improve my public speaking by attending Toastmasters and to start incorporating daily exercise. I'll touch on some updates on those first, and then we'll I'll discuss my new goals for March and April. On improving public speaking with attending Toastmasters, I'll be honest, I dropped this almost within two weeks of setting out to do it because I quickly realized that I needed to focus on other things on a weekly basis, mainly launching this podcast. So in essence, the Toastmasters goal moved from going to some extra meeting in the week to just making sure that I can get this podcast out the door uh, every single week for you guys. So that's that was a sacrifice there that I had to make. It's okay because I feel like this podcast plus my screencasting is doing in effect what going to Toastmasters was doing by just getting me doing more speaking and articulating my thoughts that way. Starting to incorporate daily exercise was an absolute win for me. I've completed it. I officially hit 90.7% of days done exercise. So that was a big deal for me because I know exercise has been something that I haven't really consistently been able to maintain, but even just getting up and doing, you know, 10 sit-ups or 10 push-ups or a couple of planks in the morning was really helpful for me to, you know, start feeling good about exercising and just building that daily habit in. I would have hit a full 100% of the days over the last couple of months, but I ended up getting sick. So I ended up dropping those days. So that brought me down to 90.7. But my goal was to hit 90% and I did it. So I'm really stoked about that. Upcoming, I have two more goals that build somewhat upon the goals I had for the first part of the year. So the first one is to go for a walk every day that I'm working. Now, at this very moment in time, going for a walk is not the easiest thing to do because there's a lot of days right now where it's waffling around minus 10 degrees Fahrenheit outside, which means that you have wind chills that factor in and so walking outside is not necessarily the most pleasant thing to do at that point. However, I know that as time goes on, I really want to make sure that I'm building a daily walk into my routine because it helps me clear my head, especially doing development work. Additionally, it helps me to get outside. I realize that being in nature is really regenerative for me. And so I want to make sure that I'm doing that going forward. And so that's why I'm setting this goal for the next few months. And this will probably develop not just into walking, but I may, you know, throw, especially 
especially when it gets nicer out of me through throw some runs in there too because you know I, I used to be able to run like a 5k length and I kind of let that go for a while so I, I want to build back up to getting to there and maybe even uh, hitting the 10k mark as well I think that would be pretty fun additionally I'm starting to work on a more full-fledged course and this course is going to be focused on the note-taking software bear so I've got my main goal is to have this course semi outlined of where I want to take with it and then I'm going to take a little bit different of approach with it and, and I'll explain it here so most courses people outline them and then they script them and they record them and and then they launch them all at once well I'm going to take a little bit different approach in the sense of I'm going to outline the course the base ideas that I want to convey and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to record each of those modules individually over time those modules will be available under the pro side of the guild so one we can talk about them there and if anybody has any feedback on the modules like things that they want to see in the course over time they can give it as I'm making it and two it gives our pro members the ability to you know consume that as we go I've been doing video modules uh, on a weekly basis for the pro side of the guild and those have been good but I was finding that I I wanted to do something a little bit more in depth and more focused and so this is the approach that I'm going to try to take going forward here is make a course by outlining it and then releasing the videos individually and then once the course is all ready to go I'll package it up and then sell it individually for people who don't necessarily want a recurring membership to view it though you do get full access to all the courses that we're doing on the pro side of the guild uh, by having that pro membership so that that'll be an interesting kind of quasi experiment but goal for the next couple of months I know I probably won't have the course entirely done in two months but I'm definitely looking at trying to get at least partially done by the end of April. On to experiments. Last time I talked a little bit about how I've been experimenting with Scrum and OmniFocus and how I've been really trying to figure out my reference system. Well, both of my experiments this time are almost the exact opposite of what I was trying to do. So let's get into that. My focus with OmniFocus now is trying to make task management be more like a second brain. Prior, you know, when I was trying with Scrum, I was literally trying to use OmniFocus for everything. Dump it in there, try to make sure that I could remember everything that I need. Needed, make sure that I'm trying to, you know, keep on top of all the things all the time. And I realized very quickly that that was not working for me. So I dropped it. I did a little bit of research and I, I've been reflecting on things like um, Karash Dini's channels of work philosophy when it comes to task management. It's basically that you can have a, a limited number of like big projects that you're working on. And then there's these other buckets of work that you're doing throughout the day or throughout the week. So things like stuff you need to consider or think about, stuff that you need to communicate to people on. Things that you, like the one thing that I'm doing is things that I want to do for play. So things that I just want to dink around with or do for fun. That'll get a special bucket inside of OmniFocus. Because ultimately what I was finding is OmniFocus wasn't telling me what was most important to me. It was just telling me everything. And I know that when I do task management, I tend to know at the beginning of the day the most important things for me to do. And oftentimes, OmniFocus was getting in conflict with that because I'd have 10 flagged items that I wanted to do that week or wanted to do that day and I wasn't actually doing them because the important stuff was actually getting done. And so I've just completely scrapped that idea and combining the channels of work philosophy from Karash, I basically have paired OmniFocus down to just being the things that I'm actively working on so that I can get a big picture view of, okay, well, these are the projects that are in play. 
play. And so anything that's active inside of OmniFocus for me is something that I'm actively moving toward. And anything that's inactive is something that is I'm what I'm considered upcoming. And upcoming is different from someday maybe because these are items that I have directly committed to doing, but they're just not active yet. And so my upcoming list, my upcoming folder is actually very sparse at the moment. There's maybe six items in there altogether. Uh, but as we go forward, and as I as I add more to the system, that'll build up a little bit. But I'm trying to keep it really, really small at this point because I get overwhelmed with all the things that I want to do. And so instead, I'm not keeping those someday maybe items that are, you know, maybe six months down the road or longer inside of OmniFocus. I've actually got some tags inside of Bear that I'm using to hold notes that are my quote unquote someday maybe items. I've been finding this is a lot healthier for me. And so then when I'm planning my day, I'm actually either using the task paper app on my Mac and just noting down the six or 10 tasks that I want to do during that day, or I'm using paper. And frankly, my head is so much more clear now. I have a lot more clarity as to what I'm doing in this moment. And I don't have all this extra cruft that's hanging around emotionally and mentally that's slowing me down. So this is something that I'm experimenting with. So far, it's been a smashing success for me. I know the challenge that I've had with changing systems and mindsets toward it has been, is this sustainable long term? And so that's something yet to be seen with this. I'll be completely honest with you. But the way that I'm feeling about it right now, as long as I stay on top of the system and I don't put too much into it, I think I'll be totally fine. As I mentioned previously, in the last check-in episode, we talked about my reference system. And I've pulled a 180 on this and basically said, I'm not going to worry about it. So one of the things that I struggle with sometimes is keeping worrying about keeping everything in the right spot. But I've realized like I have reference materials that I need just about everywhere that I need to put them. So my bookmarks, I one change I have made is that I've started using Pinboard. And so I, I have an archival account there. And so my bookmarks go into Pinboard. Anything that I want to save on the internet goes there. And then my notes go into Bear. I've got a file cabinet folder that handles all of my paperless paperwork that's uh, synced up through iCloud. And it's been working just fine for me. And so, of course, there's the little tidbits of things like, hey, there's this piece of paper that's got some cool information on it. And we want to save that. So where does that go? I'm still trying to figure that out a little bit. And I'll probably land on something like Evernote because at this moment in time, I do value uh, having the ability to search text for those types of things, you know, OCR documents inside of them. And Bear doesn't do that at this moment. But I, I'm experimenting and, and I kind of discovered something and I'll have to check it out. But I wonder if you OCR a document before you put it into Evernote, if it'll still search inside of it. So that's something that I'm going to try uh, and see. So we'll, we can maybe talk about that later if you're interested in, in finding out what happens with that. But I'm also realizing that I need to be okay with having some stuff analog and some stuff digital and not having to worry about making it crossover. I've always been a fan of nice notebooks and writing. You know, I'm a songwriter and so I love just getting into paper and, and messing with that. But I've always wanted to have it everywhere. I want to have it in my notebook and I want to have it in my computer and you can't get it to sync up that way. So that's ultimately a challenge. But I, I'm realizing I just need to back off of that and not worry about it so much and just make sure that when I'm going through my notes at the end of the day that I'm putting important stuff into the digital system so that it doesn't get forgotten. And if I'm just processing out ideas and things, they're just going to stay in my notebook. If there's something I'm going to act on actively, then sure, I'll move it into my system somewhere. Or if it's something that I absolutely need to save for future reviewing, sure, I'll take a picture of it and put it in something in my system. But as of right now, I need to just back off a little bit and try to have the perfect system where paper and 
and uh, digital stuff is all synced up. So I may have mentioned this in the past, but one of my favorite tools that I've grabbed out of uh, Agile Results or Getting Results the Agile Way is the name of the book is reflecting and choosing three wins and three things that need to be improved. The way that J.D. Meyer talks about it is doing this at the end of every week. Well, I'm I'm not committing to do that every week, but these check-in episodes, I feel like are a good place to do that. So I want to hit on my wins and improvements for the last few weeks since we did the last check-in episode. Win number one, I hit my exercise exercise goal. This is a huge deal. I mentioned previously that it's been a little difficult for me to keep that habit. And so just being able to daily get that habit in has been a big win in my book. Number two, scaling back what's in my task manager and leveraging other parts of my system. We just talked about that in depth, but that one has been uh, the biggest alleviator of stress for me. And number three, being intentional with margin. I mentioned a couple episodes ago that that's been something I've been struggling with and trying to figure out. And frankly, I, I feel like I've been getting somewhere with this. And a lot of it has been due to mindset, not necessarily needing to put time in my more time in my schedule. It's really looking at my schedule and saying, I'm totally in control of this. I, I think I realized I was thinking about my day and in my life of in, in a reactive state, basically, where I had to be on all the time to respond to things and do things and, you know, be this taskmaster type deal where I'm just working and, and getting stuff done and pushing forward and all that. But I realized that like, no, I'm in control of my day. And so I'm backing off intentionally and I'm not worrying about it as much. And frankly, not worrying about it as much is helping me to have more margin, but still get more work done. It's really quite interesting how that works. But I have to say that it's been a big win for me. Now, that's not to say that margin hasn't been without its challenges. So for my improvement, number one, I'm still trying to sort out how to make sure I'm getting what I need and my family needs. Because there's always a balance there that needs to be found, making sure that you're getting enough time with your kids, making sure that I'm getting enough time with my wife, making sure we're having enough family time together. It's just being intentional with what I'm putting in my calendar and intentional with what we're doing as a family, because the time we do have is, you know, we don't have major blocks of free time where we can just do whatever at this point. So we just have to be intentional with it. Number two, I could get more granular with my time tracking for non-essential work tasks. So things like admin work that I'm doing, billing, uh, you know, spending time catching up up on the guild, I could be tracking those tasks just to get a bigger picture of, hey, how much money am I actually making? Or just to get a bigger, just to get a bigger picture of, hey, and improvement number three, I need to make sure that I'm continuing to give appropriate space to my brain to actually think through problems and projects that I'm taking on. This goes back to Chris Bailey's idea of scatter focus in the book Hyperfocus. And this is one of my favorite ideas from a productivity book that I've read. And, f- and for those of you who don't know what that is, it's basically letting your brain relax and not focus on any one thing at any given time, but really just engaging the thoughts and basically letting your brain connect ideas, connect dots to different things. That's what happens when we sleep often. And we can be intentional to do that throughout our day. And I've been finding that if I can just give myself even a half an hour to sit down with my notebook in front of me without an agenda and just start writing down the things that are coming to mind, I realize that I'm connecting a lot of different ideas and actually getting some really good ones through that process. And I don't have to work for it at all, which is the crazy, amazing thing. But I've been realizing that I need to spend more time doing that because it gives me space to be able to actually think through and see the path forward for myself. That's all for this time. If you want to join in on the discussion for this episode, 
or if you want to connect with others who are in the process of becoming better on their productivity journey, head on over to the Productivity Guild at productivityguild.com. Or if you want to support this podcast and get access to video modules, productivity courses, and more, consider signing up for a pro membership at the Productivity Guild for just $10 a month. Lastly, if you like this show, rate us on iTunes or recommend us on Overcast. My name is Justin DeRose and join me next time on Process.